It's Call the Dog with Chansey and Chi, and another New Year's Six Bowl in the books. Dogs Peach Bowl champs uh, with a nail biter um, and a heart wrencher. It was a good old fashioned <laughs> Georgia game, except we pulled it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good way to start out 2021. I'm telling you what, I uh, didn't think we were going to win that game, and we did. Yeah, yeah, definitely going into halftime, I was like, well, this season was questionable at best. <laughs> yeah. And didn't know how it was going to all wrap up. But uh, but then, man, defense just put the clamps on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, just finally – defense finally kind of, to me, felt like they kind of got adjusted to not having the guys that they didn't have. Some guys stepping up like Brini. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude had a hell of a game. And uh, once our defense caught their – Got, got their feet in, uh, up under them and, yep. and, and started playing. Offense fed off of that, and we, we started making some moves. Oh, gosh. Sorry. I pressed a button that I was not supposed to. <laughs> um, no, I, I it, it, it was actually one of those things. I it, it, You could see the momentum shift after – well, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves because I, I want to break this thing down because – from start to finish, I mean, this game had so many different things that you were just like, one, were either amazing plays, because, I mean, we would have amazing plays. I mean, that one drive where Pickens had the diving catch, which, first of all, number one, give me all of him. I, I just want all Pickens, baby. Throw it to Pickens every down. <laughs> uh, but then also, he does that. And we have like one or two other plays. Darnell has like the amazing play. It was like every time, every time we got in their red zone, it, we just shot ourselves in the foot almost every yeah. time. Because it wasn't that was it the diving catch drive whenever we threw the pick in the end zone. Yep, it was like two or three plays later. Uh, we, we we were we made we were putting up yards. We were moving the ball down the field, and and like you said, we just could not finish a drive <clears throat> to yep. save our life. And so, <laughs> I really felt like we missed the chance to kind of get up big quick. And, and what we'd been doing the last few games, kind of putting up a couple of touchdowns fast and um, really just missed our chance to do that and, and, and kind of to get yourself deflated when you don't make that happen. But, uh, but yeah, we, we did not have a problem moving the ball. Our, we have got hella receivers. Just They've all just blossomed here in the last little mm-hmm. bit. And uh, with JT throwing the ball, um, guys, I don't know if feeling more confident or whatever, but – Man, we we got some guys, and we were we were able to get move the ball down the field of eventually after uh, right there at the beginning, and then moving on into the into the game, especially in the second half and the fourth quarter. I, I meant to tell you, uh, I actually have the uh, highlights rolling while we're recording here, and uh, right when I was talking, bringing about bringing up the Pickens catch or whatever, it started to play. And then the play right afterwards, or not maybe not right afterwards, but not too far down the way, was whenever Zeus had that run where he bounced off 20, 20 people and the ground and kept running. And I I might put that up there as, like, that might be his best run. I mean, I know it wasn't, like, the longest TD run. or, or It wasn't even a touchdown run. You know, it wasn't that it big of a, down. an accomplishment. But, I mean, that was probably his, his best run I've seen in a long time at the very least. But then, oh, yeah. he, but then you throw the pick. Like, I think the very next play. Yeah, it, it was it, it was very deflating because <laughs> I mean, you're just you're 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 in that mode because that's that's the way our drives have been really these last these last few games is we're we're finally getting that momentum and uh, able to move the ball down the field and 
God, we kept shooting ourselves in the foot, but um, we we finally caught ourselves uh, eventually. But the, we we got stagnant there. Could not run the ball for anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, our offensive line could not get the chemistry to to get get going. The reason why that Zeus run was so good is he got hit right at the line of scrimmage and was still able to make a play, just bouncing off guys, spinning <clears throat> off tackles, just moving the ball down the field, keeping his feet. But man, we. We were at halftime. It was like 18 yards of rushing or something. Like yep. it was just, it was not good. It was not. Yeah, we uh, we had to depend on JT, and I was thankful that you know he had a few he had a few throws in this game where I felt like, hey, that was a little questionable. Obviously, the pick in the end zone was was really that was about as poorly placed of a ball as you can go. I mean, basically, you choose either the front pylon or the back pylon. You don't really go anywhere near the the middle of the end zone, and he kind of threw it on the inside towards the DB. Um, you know, I mean, it felt like he just had a little some awkward releases sometimes. That throw to Burton later in the in the game where he just kind of airmailed it, and Burton lost it in the uh, in the air. Uh, but other than that, I mean, he was he was pretty deadly accurate for the most part. And also, yeah. it didn't it doesn't hurt when you get number one and number. Well, I think Burton only had like one catch, but. Uh, you got yeah, zero was- out there. You got you got guys. Kyrus had a couple plays, which I'm glad to see that he was okay. Man, it, I thought he tore his ACL. Yeah, I was terrified, and then him coming back out and catching punts and whatnot. But big game, big game for tight ends too. Darnell and Fitzpatrick both had had some mm-hmm. big big plays. Um, really, just dishing it out across the board. I, I definitely, <clears throat> you definitely saw JT. First off, Cincinnati. Really good defense. Give them I mean, credit. Those guys, yeah. those guys were yeah. those guys were awesome. Uh, fast, they were all over the place. They made some pretty bonehead plays too. Uh, well, I guess them just in general, but um, but kind of the best defense JT has played by far. And so you could tell that they kind of had him on the ropes a little bit. Mm-hmm. He was he was having he he was having to make plays with his uh, with his feet. And uh, and he had not really had to do that up until this point, or at least getting out in the pocket and extending plays a little bit, because their their pass rush was good. He got he got whacked a few times. Well, I he mean, also was hanging onto the ball too long, man. There was, yeah, there was a, that's what I'm saying. He couldn't make a decision, like yeah. because their defense was a little. I mean, their defensive backfield was better than what any we've played, and um, he he just was sitting there all day long, just not not making a decision. Well, un- unfortunately, they were doing a really good job. I mean, whenever you don't have a mobile, you know, quote-unquote mobile quarterback, I mean, I think JT moves around the pocket very well, which is completely different from having, you know, a dual-threat quarterback. Uh, but because of that, they were able to con- contain him. And, it, and I mean, it, when there was a situation where he had to throw – he needed to throw the ball away, it was pretty difficult because he was in the middle of the freaking pocket. <laughs> so, I don't know. They did – I mean, they definitely knew game planning for him. They just knew – keep him in the pocket, keep him frustrated in there. And, I mean, that was very effective for them. I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, give give Cincinnati's defense their credit. And, honestly, their offense, for the most part, played pretty darn well. They were pretty well prepared. Uh, they came in, I mean, if it, you know, I don't think they deserve to win. I think that's a stupid thing to say. You, you play until the game is over. Uh, and we had, I mean, we just simply made plays in the second half. But, I mean, for the most part, in the first half, I mean, they came out firing on all cylinders. And then Jordan Davis, I just saw this, actually. Jordan Davis blocking that field goal. Gave us a little bit of momentum in the first half where we couldn't, we couldn't buy any momentum at one point. Yeah, they uh, they both uh, – th- that play was <laughs> – that was so fun watching him. He, he, got, he was pumped. 
He went he went and ran all the way to the sideline and then just sitting back on the bench, just leaning back. <laughs> I was like, God, I love that man. Big boy just needed a little rest. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, but yeah, they – first half was – was tough and and like I said once you've shot yourself in the foot so much you're just like god can nothing nothing go our way and then you kind of deflate and then my brother i think was actually the one that uh said it to me he said uh well well we're usually a one half team so maybe this is our half coming up and i was like well maybe you're right and then sure enough that's really what really what happened and uh and we came out made some adjustments and and i thought played well our defense aziz just starting to get in there and making just Hella plays. I mean, the the boy might have just raised his draft stock by a round uh, after this game. I, I mean, think there's actually a decent chance. I mean, he plays a pretty similar game to Leonard Floyd, and he's bigger than Floyd was whenever he, uh, whenever he left college. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes probably probably like late first round. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean, especially ending the way that he he did, um, in or ending the. Season the way he did with with just made incredible plays. I mean, the guy was in the backfield all day long. Once once they got going, that, that Ritter kid was fast, but man, he couldn't outrun him. Uh, disease is, is too big, too fast. You know, so, Ritter, the Ritter guy, it, it, he was interesting because I mean, I thought he he made some really good plays, but I mean, the two he had two throws where he backs up fifteen, maybe twenty yards off away from the line of scrimmage and throws. Essentially, hail mary across the field. Like, I, I mean, give him give him credit for making the play and, and and the receiver. But it's like, how in the world does that ever happen to us? I mean, like, how how is that even possible against this defense? But he put it on the money time and time again. I mean, he was a pretty damn accurate uh, quarterback the whole time. Same same thing as JT. He just also made those you know few sparing sparing uh, uh, mistakes. But it's just um, he's he's was obviously motivated obviously came in trying to prove himself and i think he i think that little extra emotion went a long way also just i just remembered this you know what was one of the most important plays of the game in the first half which one are you referring to <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i was gonna see if you just happened to bring it up one of the most important plays of the game happened in the first half whenever they were driving down the field and were within they got stopped like we stopped them within like the five yard line and old boy came over and tried decided he was gonna headbutt was it tyson that he headbutted oh yeah yeah he laid him out <laughs> yeah and it got called for targeting their starting left tackle got kicked out of the ball game and then that german dude came in and we just aziz we said aziz sick him yeah go ahead and get on his ass <laughs> Because he was literally he was on that side the entire rest of the game, and I I mean I promise you that's one reason why, and probably the biggest reason why Aziz was very effective and throughout the rest of that game. But I mean, how crazy is that? I mean, it really was. I mean, I, I guarantee you we would have lost that game if that start left left tackle was there. That that was the craziest thing too is when the announcer said it because I guess I wasn't even think because I didn't even notice that it happened. Um, I I didn't even see I didn't it. either. I didn't either. And and then when they start talking about targeting. And I was like, oh, I, was like, I guess that hadn't really crossed my mind, but this is intriguing. And then they just kind of delved into the details. And the funny thing was, is I don't know if you were listening to the, the, the TV audio and 
the they had that old ref that was the the old dude that was like the ref analysis or analyst or whatever yeah and he said he's like i don't really think this is targeting you have to lead with the crown and he was going through everything that's targeting and as he's saying it the guy is doing all of those things and then he gets to the end of the play and he's like well now that i'm looking at it it kind of is targeting (laughs) (laughs) it's <laughs> like yeah it, it definitely is and i, I sure love it they came back and i was i guess i, I just didn't see it happen so it, and then it all happened so fast i was like yeah. wow that's that's crazy i i love it when those guys like the the rules experts or whatever that they have i love it whenever they go on a roll they're like very adamant they're like there's no way this is targeting <laughs> blah 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 and then they come back it's targeting 15 year penalty <laughs> players ejected it's just like i mean like, what, what do you do do you just like uh well you, Get them next time. <laughs> you, you're like, supposed well, to be a rules. Your job. Yeah, you're supposed to be a rules analyst, and then you just sound like an idiot. Also, the refs quite ticky tacky this Ooh, game. Just bad. Just not a good, not a good game. Hadn't really had that problem to me. I felt like in a while with the refs just literally making an impact in the game. But this game definitely that was a that was a it was a factor. And but uh, but both <clears> ways. Like I didn't I didn't think it was well called. Either way. Yeah, but then, I mean, but we had a lot in the first half. Thankfully, they did they did give us a few in the second half. Also, I mean, like I said, like that one targeting call may have potentially shifted this from a L to a dub. Uh, but, yeah, that that scene, uh, late hit on the QB whenever he was sliding, to me, I, I don't know if that's a reviewable play, but to me, I mean, you look at that and it, you can clearly see that he's trying to pull back. And he really doesn't even hit him. He just kind of great. He kind of lands on top of him and, and kind of catches himself landing on top of him. Yeah, and, and but you can see it. You can see him pulling his arms back there. Right, right. They're 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 gonna do that every time with with quarterbacks now. I mean, it's pretty much automatic. If if you're if you're down there, you're you've already uh, sealed the deal. So yeah. But anyway, true. that's true. Um, but I think all in all, I mean, so you talk. You mentioned. Number uh, thirty-six earlier, Latavius. Yeah. I mean, he's um, what is he a redshirt junior? Is that right? Something like that. He's got. I mean, I think he's going to come back. I mean, for another year. I mean, we had not seen that guy. That was his first start of his career. So I mean, like we saw him come out and play hard, and he played fast. It wasn't like he was. It didn't look like there was a talent gap. And to be honest with you, he often looked better than Tyson did. I mean, Tyson gave up that one touchdown right there before the end of the half on a, on a play where, a busted play, essentially, where Ritter was basically, like I said, he was backing up like 15 yards or whatever. And I mean, Tyson, all he had to do was mirror the guy. The guy just like kind of beat him out of a break and just happened to run and, and, and catch the football. But I mean, Tyson, Tyson just, uh, I, I, I'm not completely sold on his production compared to what his talent should be if that makes sense like I, oh, yeah. I, he, he was supposed to be the guy yeah i feel well, like he, he was supposed, supposed to, be. to be this shutdown corner and he's he's been pretty good but he's also had games where he's been bad like really bad especially i mean especially when you the season where you almost never saw stokes because yeah. he was covering like they never threw his way they always picked on campbell and and you, you saw it throughout the season. I mean, that's he, true. Like, like you said, he he was doing well, but he, but you, you you saw him on some of those big plays. I mean, uh, sometimes he was covering a 
a big dude like we're saying we're playing Florida and there was just nothing anybody could do but um <laughs> but 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 I thought he he was well did well but but Brainy man anytime big play on defense especially I, I feel like early on um he was there he, yeah he, he was he was making plays and um I think I put it I think I was I think I put it in our, our group me I was said something about I was like all 36 is playing his tail off and then I, as soon as I sent that on our group, it's when he goes down for yeah. an injury. That's <laughs> and right. Like, I was like, damn it. <laughs> I, I, I was I like, remember, it's my fault. <laughs> I actually remember showing that to Katie and I like right when you sent it. And I was like, this is hilarious. Because <laughs> Chancey like, jinxed it like immediately. <laughs> it was yeah. almost as soon as I hit it, send yeah. is when it happened. He was okay but, uh, though, right? What was he? Was yeah, he, he, came, his... he came back. He came back and played. I think, I don't know what it was that he was grabbing. I was just... I'm so upset that it was my fault that he was down there. So. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, uh, but man. Let's, uh, man, uh, you know, defensively, Latavius played well. Obviously, you saw Aziz play well. We saw Nukobi kind of come into his own, I felt like. I mean, it, there was a time where, I don't know if it was Brini, or it was a guy that was older than Nukobi. And Nukobi's the, he's the captain of the defense. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he's a middle linebacker. He's supposed to be the guy. Um, but well, I mean LeCount too, but LeCount's obviously not in this game. But there was a point where he was yelling at somebody who I think was two years older than him to get in the right position, and it was just like I love to see that. And it, yeah. it looked kind of like Roquan out there. Now again, we're not trying to co- completely compare, but you know Roquan commanded the field, and Nakobe's not there. He's not quite Roquan, but I like what I see out of the guy. You know, yeah. But he looked good. I, I thought he played pretty well. I mean, there was a play towards the end of the – it was their last drive. They were they were about to convert, and he say, it was kind of a little bit of a broken run play. He was the only person that could have made the tackle. He was in their first or second to last drive, and he saved a first down on the on the play. I, I thought he played with a lot of heart. Yeah, no, I, I was – I was definitely impressed, and I think I know what play you were talking about too. When I saw him, he was smacking guys over and, and getting them getting them in line and stuff, and um, he really did. I, I, I was, and you, you saw you saw him chasing chasing Ritter around a good bit too. So uh, I, I I loved how he was playing, and um, and that was kind of what I said earlier. It really took our guys about a half that first half to get adjusted yeah. and to really feel like they they knew their spot because everybody was moving around and. Obviously, Jalen Carter and, and and Jordan Davis also had big games. I mean, those guys were also. Everywhere. Can we just talk about they were being held every freaking play? Oh my god, it was unbelievable. Do you remember the play I'm talking about? I mean, there was one specific play where Jalen was getting held, and I mean, I saw his jersey from the TV being held. I mean, being pulled out like a foot away from his body. No, oh, yeah, and they he, didn't call he, it. The guy was well. He, he was behind him, and Jalen couldn't go forward. <laughs> I mean, it was it was unbelievable. How it come we can't get? How come we can't get those calls? We don't get them I, against anybody. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> and if if you don't think, I mean, if you don't think J- Jordan Davis number ninety nine, if you don't think he's getting held on every play, you're crazy. <laughs> Literally every take, play, because there's no way you could stop him. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, I I I, love, I I don't know if it's been said, but I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and you you've seen well. We're gonna get to we're gonna get to that. Sorry, you say his name and it just gets me excited. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but they but 
really it was so it was fun to see them having fun and they talked about it during the game or at the end of the game mm-hmm. just how excited these guys were to be playing in this game and how much it meant to our team and you could see that in our defense of how pumped yeah. they were on those plays and just it it really did mean a ton to our guys and defensively really just really a good a, a good performance and, and shut down I mean we 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 shut them down in the in the second half there was they had nothing going. Well, we, you know, I think the defense played okay in the first half. Obviously, only gave up 14 points. And then in the second half, you know, well, I, comparatively, the, the offense in the first half was actually being productive. They were moving the football. But we just kept on either turning the ball over or, or shooting ourselves in the foot. I mean, just thinking about – um you know, every time – I mean, literally almost every time we got in the red zone, it just felt like we just flattened out. And and I know a lot of that is a product of we're trying to push the ball down the field a lot quicker in this in, in this Todd Munkin offense, which I think everybody wants and I want for certain. But, I mean, this is that's going to happen whenever you're going to be taking a 40-yard bomb, a chance on a 40-yard bomb on, on first down. So that's going to happen sometimes. But we, I mean, we had a few stall outs, but I felt like the defense kind of kept us in the game. Obviously, we gave up that touchdown with what, like 10 seconds left in the, in the first half, uh, which should have never happened. I mean, I, at the very least, they kick a field goal right there and we have a tie ball game. But um, second half, chance, I mean, we talked about it. We pay, basically gave up one play. We gave up the, the big running touchdown, and that was, that was pretty much it, it in the second half. We 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 shut them. I mean, we had them shut down. Uh, it was it was good to see. I, I was I was proud of our proud of our guys for it. We just couldn't convert on third down um, in the first half. We could not. We were moving the ball, but when it came to third down situations, we could not do anything. We we couldn't. We could not make it happen consistently. Yep. And um, everybody was called calling. I mean, we had been uh, third and JT or whatever for the all for the last three four games, and and then. Uh, hit that real competition it kind of woke us up a little bit did you but, see what uh, our conversion was did you see what our numbers are i was looking for them again but they were they were not we were we were one for 11 we won the yeah. game with a one for 11 conversion on on third down i didn't see that until i mean i didn't even realize that until afterwards i mean i knew it was bad and we had a pretty bad fourth down conversion rate too but damn i didn't know one for 11 how do you win a ball game doing that it all came all of our stuff on big plays. Yeah. I mean, we literally just got down the field on big plays, which happened able to do all season and usually just have these long methodical drives and um you just get these big chunk yard plays and get in position and then you get a get a that ten yard run from Zeus or then you get the the sixteen yard pass from uh from uh J T to, to to Pickens in the in the red zone. I mean just just chunk plays to get you down there and um and we just didn't ever we weren't able to do that we weren't able to move the ball consistently uh and in those long long drives but anyway i I, we we did what we had to do and and we got it done I, i was still leading up to the end of the game the way we kind of handled that fourth quarter from a clock management perspective wasn't a huge fan did i mean it all ended up working out the way that it was supposed to or the way that it all ended up working out in our favor but i just felt like some of that was off um i i don't know what i don't know what your thoughts are about 
whether we should have punted or went for it on that fourth and three or whatever it was. Because um, I think we had, what, two, like three minutes left? I think it was basically right at three minutes. And in my mind, I'm like, well, you have to go for it. But we obviously didn't, or we, we punted it. Mm-hmm. And um, and thank God they threw for it on third down because that was our that was our timeout. I mean, they kind of gave it back to us. But you're guaranteeing that we're going to stop them, and then really you're only gonna you're gonna have well, I mean you're gonna have under a minute if they run the ball on that last play. Yeah. And even if you stop them, because you don't, we've only got two timeouts at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I just I didn't feel. I it, like I said, it ended up working out. Obviously, Kirby had no idea they were going to throw on that third down and kind of bailed him out in that situation. But even he said afterwards in the press conference that um, he probably would have had that one back. Yeah, so obviously it all worked out. It is definitely an interesting situation because we had earlier in the game, we went for a fourth and one on, you know, basically, I think we were on the, yeah, we were on the 25-yard line. Um very different situation, and obviously that was whenever Kyrus got hit, and he we thought that he got hurt. Well, he got hurt, but it wasn't very severe, and he came back into the ball game. Uh, so you're already over one on, on the fourth down conversions and all that. Uh, and then we went for that one where we threw the ball and Pickens. I mean, JT like barely got the ball off, and Pickens dove for the ball. I mean, it probably should not have been converted, but number one is number one. <laughs> So he is he is who we thought he was. Uh, so you got those two. So I mean, if you're looking at those two and you're like, gosh, I mean, we've ar- they've already had our number on the short yardage fourth down conversions. Let's take a chance. Our defense. I I actually wanted to punt. I did because of number thirteen. I felt pretty confident that we were about to. Well, number thirteen and number ninety nine. Okay. Uh, so I thought, I mean, I, I felt like the defense, our defense was playing so well. Like I said, we gave up a single play in the second half. So I thought our defense was playing well enough and had enough momentum to where I felt pretty comfortable with us punting the football. Now, whenever, was that before or I guess it was that right before their, their last drive or was that whenever they converted the punt? Remember the fake punt? So the fake punt was, was earlier in the, in the game, so we that was like that was like that was what that was that was like in the third quarter. They did a fake punt, then they punted at us, and then we then we punted to them for their last drive, and then we drove down the field. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's just it felt like one of those things where I think I thought that Kirby was going to go for it. I kind of liked the idea to punt it right there, uh, but the fact that they ran that play. Now I will say that play that they ran on third down. I think it's a pretty damn good play. If you got a guy that's streaking down the down the field and it's something that they were not expecting, like if he if he throws that ball on a rope, like that dude's just walking in the end zone. So, one hell of a play. Well, sorry. One, thank you, Ritter, for throwing it with loft. <laughs> Secondly, hell of a play by number seven, Tariq, just instinctively jumped off of his man. Threw his arms up in the air, and thank God in 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 NCAA in in college football you don't have to turn around to look at the quarterback. A lot of people think, oh, that's a flag. You've been watching too much NFL, buddy. Nah, Tyreek don't ha- he ain't got to do that. Just throw the hands in the air like you just don't care. 
throw them up and just say a prayer. That's right. Because uh, that was exactly what that was. But you're right, just a hell of a play. And, um, and, I, and I can see how you can go either way on that. Um, to me, the, the time factor was just... Because like I say, even if they run the ball there, we get the ball with less than a minute. And we only if, had we had two timeouts, right? We had two timeouts. Yeah, two timeouts. So we so we had so we used them on first and second down, and then on the then they only have to use the. Uh, but you're right. The the play. I mean, that play was kind of like that play was going to work nine out of ten times. And yeah. We just got the tenth time. I yeah. Mean, it was really it was really it, what it was. It felt like the Avengers in Endgame. Whenever <laughs> yes, Doctor Strange <laughs> was like, "This is the one time." Although I'm sure the percentages probably not quite the same i think it was like one in 14 million i don't know if that's quite what it was but yeah but yeah it felt like it was like the one time we're gonna stop this this play and we did tyreek did and at that and at that point i was like you know what we have to win this ball game i was like (laughs) after that play happened i was like we got to do something here and uh and sure enough we get the ball back uh we uh on the on the punt and then start driving down the field and uh Fitzpatrick makes it makes a big play, catches the ball, and we we're, we're smart with the clock. JT handled that situation very well. I mean, yeah. JT was super super when smart we, about the clock. When we needed him to, to to make plays and to not be stupid, there was one play that I think was I thought was kind of stupid, but and not be stupid for the most part, he did it. <laughs> yeah. I need you to be stupid more less than fifty percent of the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, but. He uh, really handled that situation well, and then obviously leading to um, the uh, the kick by Hot Pod, just another Peach Bowl. Uh, we got the Peach Bowl longest kick record. We got the Rose Bowl longest kick. We got all these longest kick records, and uh, just a just a beauty of a kick. And um, get that boy a scholarship. Get that boy a scholarship. I didn't. You know, I didn't even know he wasn't on scholarship. I didn't either, but get him one. We're going to get him one. <laughs> get him you, a scholarship. You remember, you remember that video of, of uh, Rodrigo? And he's like, I'm on scholarship. <laughs> and everybody goes crazy. Was that, the Notre, that was the Notre Dame game, That was right? Notre Dame game after the, the game. Yeah, it was after the game. And apparently he knew before the game. But yeah. anyway, we, we, need a, we need a hot pod moment. Uh, uh, a hot by, pod scholarship moment. By the way, I'm going to motion for him to have a different nickname than Hot Pod because I mean you can't have Hot Rod and then have Hot Pod. Well, you got to have some identity. Been, now you've been tasked with figuring that out because you can't just bring that to the table and not have an option. Well, I'm kind of thinking Pod God, you know, God Pod. Well, that's sacrilegious. <laughs> it's. <in>, I, <laughs> I'm not. Oh, anyway. We're gonna give you an off season to think about it. So. All right, Pod Pod Lesney. There's really not much else to work with besides the Pod part of his name. We're not gonna try to rhyme something with Pod Lesney. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably a good call there. But uh, it it was nice too. And the great thing was Cincinnati didn't have any timeouts, so it all just happened so fast. The kick, like. The, the kicking team went out there and just mm-hmm. set up, and they just kicked it. And that was – it just happened. And, and to me, it felt like in the blink of an eye yeah. that we went out there and kicked that ball. And, um, and man, at that moment, too, I already mentioned earlier, if you don't think we were pumped up to play in this game, our yeah. boys were stoked. Yeah. Whenever you have <laughs> we, the entire sideline run out to the – man, you know what I've – so, first of all, I want to I say something about uh, – 
pod. Uh, so, you know, you've probably seen the pictures where he he kicked it, he celebrated a little bit, and then he went over to the sidelines and just and, and, and had some time to pray and thank the Lord by himself. And I was like, and I've, I follow him on Instagram, and he's a very – uh, he's pretty open about his faith, and which is pretty awesome. So I mean, it was just it was just cool to see like the guys like he's not gonna he's not about to like run and jump on the stands and and do, you know crowd surf or whatever. First things first, like the guy's gonna give thanks kind of thing, you know. So I thought that was pretty sweet. Uh, uh, but I will say the weird thing about that whole deal is you know how Kirby uh, he ran out on the field. And there's some people that are making a really big deal about it. To me, he was like running out to see because I mean, like it's it's an angle thing. You want to see if the dang ball goes through the the field goal post. Um, but there's some people that are just like have a having a conniption fit about that. Have you seen anybody talking about that? I don't know if I, I have. Maybe I'm spending too much time on these damn forums or whatever. But yeah, man, it's it's weird. There's some people that are just like, you know, Kirby could have cost us the game. There was two seconds left. Which, like, there were seven seconds. So it's like, I don't know. Sometimes kicks take ten seconds. Sometimes they take two seconds. I don't know. Depends on whenever the guy presses the button on the thing. So, but there are people that are just, like, I don't know. They just can't not complain about something to do with Kirby. Now, I will say, yes, of course, we got a, we got a penalty. And back in the day, we may, may have kicked a squib kick there and, like, a bunch of idiots and didn't let them drive down the field. But... I'm just I'm almost anti squib kick all the time. Like, oh my god, every time, every it, time, it, never squib kick. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't yeah. matter the just, situation. Just kick it out the back of the end zone. Kick it as far as like we had. I think Camarda kicked uh, the kickoffs, which he's been doing very very well at. Uh, but I think Camarda kicked it, but he kicks it. The guy just like I think he was expecting it to go shorter. Or whatever, and he comes up and doesn't field it cleanly, and all of a sudden he recovers the ball in two yard line. Like that's the best case scenario. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is perfect because that was the that was the thing. As soon as we got that fifteen yard penalty, I literally flashed back to Georgia the, Tech. Well, it was Georgia Tech, and then I flashed back to, um, I flashed back. I'm trying to think of all the flashbacks. Oh nine, uh, LSU. Yeah. Um, then went to Tennessee and, um, well, I can't remember if that was even a penalty, but either way, just my mind went there. I just went, I had like this like roll of decks so of just PTSD moments that I just went yeah. through of like, <laughs> oh my God, we got to, we got to, we got a short kick we got to do and all this kind of stuff. And I knew it was only two seconds. But... If, if you're a Georgia fan and you don't have a roll of deck, a mental roll of decks <laughs> of PTSD moments, then you're not doing it right. <laughs> then you, had, I... you hadn't been around long enough. <laughs> You said that, and I immediately thought of 2014 Georgia Tech whenever we squibbed it, and they uh-huh. came back, and, 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 and I think they tied it up, then we lost in overtime or whatever. It was just mm, so bad. <laughs> just, just a lot of moments like that. And yeah. um, But anyway, uh, but yeah, just, just a great way to end the season. Um, I, I, kind of like I said last week, this is, this, is a mom, this is a momentum thing going into the season, but also, too, it's not so much of – in the, the results of this game don't so much impact what happens next season as much as it may impact who stays and who – I feel like there might be some some play in that, but it was just – this was a pretty special game. And, and I think Cincinnati is a really good football team. I, I was pretty – I felt like we were more much more talented than them. And honestly, we kind of 
out talented them at the end, but um, but we just we it was a big game. It, it was yeah. to me it was a big win. Yeah, I agree. Afterwards, I felt like so I watched it with uh, my my brother Austin came over and watched it in my house with me, and um, you know of course we were pretty upset for three quarters and then we started to get a little momentum in the fourth and then you know whenever you're punting that ball that late in the game you've you've pretty much i mean as a fan you're like ah like this game's over um then tyreek suddenly hits you with a little shot of adrenaline (laughs) and and then you have a chance to kick the field goal which we drove down to what what were we on the like 38 or 36 yard line something like that ish so you know you, you don't feel good about that spot i kept on talking i was like austin i pods pods never hit anything this this far and, and i was like i just don't feel comfortable with the situation and let me tell you whenever he kicked it through the uprights we danced i mean like we were jumping around losing our mind in, in, our, in my living room and it felt good i mean it just felt like one of those things that if we had ended this season with a dud after all that we've overcome and what, how hard these guys have worked, guys, you know, winning this class in, in Georgia football history, you know, that something like that, it just right in your grasp and then you lose it. And I would hate it for like Richie and Stokes and all these guys. Like, so I'm just, you know, in my, in my mind, it was just, is about as a poetic and honestly, one of the best bowl games of the season, if not the best bowl game. Of the season, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I definitely think it was. I mean, and a lot of people actually circled it as like this could be a big game, and it honestly, it, after the first half, it was like, well, looks like Georgia's just not going to show up and, <laughs> yeah. and play in this game, and um, and, and it turned into being a great game, and uh, I, I, I needed this uh, for for my spirit, I needed this emotionally and uh, and and spiritually, so this was uh, definitely a, definitely a big win, definitely yeah. a big win. It was a good time. I was. It's always good. I mean, you you look back and, you know, you and I were talking in the last episode. But we we're like, ah, oh, like we we've been in a New Year's Six. This will be the. I think you were like, yeah, this will be a third straight New Year's Six game. I was like, no, no, it'll be the fourth. And you're like, oh yeah, it'll be the fourth. I was like, it's actually the fifth, <laughs> because <laughs> because we went Rose Bowl, National Championship, Sugar Sugar Peach. Uh, obviously, two wild. of those being in the same year, but. Pretty pretty damn good start for for the Kirby era. I mean, we're gonna forget about the what was it the Liberty Bowl or whatever that we were in. Yeah, the first, yeah, yeah, yeah. First we're not year. gonna talk. Also, don't ever go to that bowl game if you get a chance. Pretty <laughs> terrible. I, I don't know if I ever would, Chance. <laughs> no, well, we we made. Why that. did you? <laughs> Do you know what? Just uh, dumb decisions. But we had we had a good time. But uh, the bowl game was terrible. That's that's but, the uh, one that's in Memphis, and that's the one that had the uh, what was the it was like a FedEx plane. <laughs> it was just a FedEx, the... just it was just a FedEx just plane. It was so quiet, <laughs> and just flew over the stadium for the flyover, and, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the first, the best part was is they came too early, and so then they had to, <laughs> so then they had to, to peel off and then come back around and come Bank from another back. angle. Yeah. <laughs> And then when they come back, and the thing is, the stadium's so small, we're like standing up there, and it's like you can see this whole thing transpiring, like where they're coming from and all that. And then they fly over, and it's just like, 
it's like god that's awful it, it's, but, it's, uh, it's about like it's pretty comparable to a, a blimp flying over at yeah, that point <laughs> that was that was pretty much what it was but anyway um but yeah, so uh, much much know. better much better scenario here uh, in a in a New Year's being consistently in a yeah. New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah. But um. But man, I love this game. Love loved how our guys played. But what this game ends up leading to is uh, the day of and the day after. It's like okay, now we got to start looking at the 2021 season and yep. who the hell we're gonna have. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, we do know a few. And, and 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 you're right. I mean, it pretty much started the next day. Uh, who was the first? Was it? Uh, uh, was, well, we heard, we knew about Stokes beforehand. Stokes announced, and Cleveland announced beforehand. Was there one more person? We've already yeah, talked Monty, about those. Monty, Monty. Uh, yeah, Monty, Monty. Yeah, he opted out. Uh, but we've but we heard about Aziz was pretty close after there. Which makes sense. I mean, I think Aziz Aziz probably has, like we talked about. I mean, he's probably got a one to two round draft grade. If you were an outside linebacker, I mean, I, I it's not completely similar to a running back, but like you you, you want to have as much wear. I mean, excuse me, as little wear on your on your uh, tires as possible. So um, Aziz is gone. Who else do we got here? Aziz announced. What do you want to talk about? The guys coming back first, or do you want to? Um, well, we're, we're running through these guys, so let's see. So, um, announced, uh, we had a few today that were announced. So, you got guys like Tyson Campbell, um, Richie, which, uh, damn good dog. Just yeah. hate to see him going. Don't, um, don't, don't think anybody's surprised that Richie's, Richie's gone. No, but it still sucks. Yeah. Uh, Malik Herring, Trey Hill, and then, uh, and then I love the one that you got down here. We had a transfer portal note of um matt landers is transferring and um we'll just do a little dance just to <laughs> hey we're we're not trying to be mean but <laughs> we're pretty excited but you know what i'm excited i'm excited for him to see if there's another area that yeah he can he can learn and grow and that kind that's of that's right you know what? He's, he's doing what's best for him and we are doing what's best supporting for us. him. We're doing we're supporting him one hundred percent. But yeah, Tyson Tyson gone going is probably the biggest of these these names that we have listed here. Um, Tyson, I mean, we could definitely use him next year. But you know, I think he's he's got the size, he's got the ability, he's got the the talent level. I I, I think it made sense. I mean, I I expected him to go. Yeah, it, it was one of those that. I could have seen it either way, but definitely leaning on him probably leaving. Uh, Aziz is one that I feel like you could have maybe could have tugged at his heartstrings a little bit, but you knew he was going to go. I mean, the guy's just the guy's just ready. I mean, he yeah. he's already at the size he needs to be to be able to have an impact. And um, Stokes has just been playing out of his mind, so you, you definitely expect that too. Um, so going to be tough. I mean, that, there's a lot of guys we're, we're missing some offensive line we're missing some our defensive backfield is uh is getting pretty uh getting pretty shook up um to say the least so we got a lot of gonna have a lot of guys uh next man up here and um linebackers obviously taking a hit too so gonna be interesting to see uh for sure well i mean talking about the defensive backfield i mean obviously you'll you're gonna have seen back there sounds like smith probably solidified one of those safety positions but 
Don't be surprised if you see Keely Ringo get in there at either safety or cornerback or star. I mean, that guy's – I think next year you're going to see what, what he is, and we're going to be real pumped about it. And then I think, you know, Tyreek will probably take one of the cornerback uh, spots and be a starter there. So it's not going to be – it's not like we're going to have fresh faces all over the place, fortunately. Uh, but I think – I do believe there will be uh, one or two guys back there that might be a little bit of a uh, – Surprise! As far as like, I mean, we've got guys. We're just so deep in so many different positions. I mean, we've got guys in defensive backfield that we haven't even seen yet, and maybe more talented than all the guys starting. So, uh, you know, we're just uh, we're gonna just hope and pray that we can put together a damn good defense. Uh, Chance, we got three guys that decided they were gonna come back and uh, and uh, finish up their business because they had unfinished business. Yeah, that's the theme uh, apparently. They're just running it back. Unfinished business. Uh, Chance, biggest guy on the list, JT Daniels. And you know what? I think. I mean, you expected that, right? Yeah, I, I think so. I, if you can see a world where maybe he just had a hell of a peach bowl and threw for like 450 yards and four touchdowns. And well, just he did kinda, throw for 400 yards. So well, I meant more touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Less interceptions, um, no fumbles. Yes, yes, like had had a much cleaner game, I guess. And uh, really wowed a lot of people. Um, I, I maybe something in him's like draft stock just kind of he, he makes some, some kind of rash decision. But obviously, I was definitely leaning more towards. Um, I definitely felt like he was coming back because I, I think you look at that that receiving uh, core that we've got coming next year, and you look at the quarterbacks <laughs> in this draft, and then you turn around and look at next year and see that there's a there's some opportunity. To, yeah. uh, to jump up in the ranks for sure, have a full year under your belt. Um, I think he knows. He, he needs another year to heal, another year to get better and to get to that point. And um, the guy can make some serious moves if um, if he if he stays. So I think he knew that, and I think he sees what Munkin's offense is going to be. So it just made sense. I, th- I think that the uh, healing aspect that you mentioned, I mean, I think that's probably the biggest factor in this whole thing because, it t- you know, you're in a position where you're – Every every surgery, every kind of medical need you have is taken care of in essentially this semi bubble, you know, of Georgia football. And so he's he's gonna be taken care of here. I think his parents obviously trust Kirby, they trust trust Ron Corson to make sure everything that's you know, needs to be done is is done as far as making sure he's good to go. Uh, but yeah, you get another I never really thought that he was gonna go into the league still a little gimpy. So yeah. I, I never really thought he was gonna leave. I think that's probably the best way to put it. Uh, I think that another guy that you know may have may have surprised some people. Uh, James Cook decided to come back. I, I could see him just mainly because of his brother being in the NFL um, and and just having that connection. Uh, I could have seen him going. I, I guess mm-hmm. he was he was the guy that I was almost expecting to go. Like not rationally, but like a guy. If there was a guy that was going to go, that shouldn't go yeah he's the guy that, that yeah. would have to me that in my mind that would have done it but um so i was actually kind of surprised i was positively surprised um when he decided to stay because i think i mentioned it to you i think this that james is a guy that will thrive in a, a full year of a monkin offense i just really think he's going to be able to use him correctly 
like and, and really maximize his talent and um and and so i i think this i think this could be a big just a huge deal i think he can be a huge weapon for for what we're trying to do i hope i hope he is and and i like i like what i've seen from him in the in the latter half of the season aka whenever we have had a you know very capable quarterback which by the way let's Real quick, uh, how about Stet getting that one last throw in in the in the Peach Bowl? <laughs> Good for that guy. Hell, man, always delivering. <laughs> Came in, shot it down the field, got a good uh, got a good play, and I think we kicked a field goal after that. So yeah, whatever, and then he got the hell out of there. <laughs> yep, thank the Lord. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I think that Cook, the the my one thing about Cook is he's he's absolutely positively not a an every down back, and that's what I don't. Like you can't run that guy on first down up the middle, and and expect to get more than two yards. You just can't. I mean, the guy goes down. I mean, you touch him, he's down. Where he is obviously most dangerous is whenever he's out in space, and he looks like he's running, like he's going about as fast as I am, and then you realize that he's faster than everybody on the field and running past everybody. So you get him out of space, and he's op- I mean open, and he's good to go. But he's not gonna wow you. He's not gonna be a Najee Harris. And have that ability to catch it out of the backfield, and then also spin, move, and 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 truck three people, and and you know be in the end zone, you know after eighty yards kind of thing. So, I think he is a big play threat, and I like that. I like I think he's talented. Like I, every time we bring him up, we talk about how I've kind of gone back and forth on him, kind of thing, and I like him. I I don't have anything about Cook, uh, against Cook. I just think I love Kenny Mack, and I love Kendall Milton better as a full-time running back than I do Cook. Well, and I think I've almost gotten to the point that I don't even see him as a running back. I mean, I feel like yeah, we've got yeah, I feel like point. we've got I feel like we've gotten to the point where he's not really playing in that role very much and yeah. Munkin is using him situationally. Like you're saying, he's not an every down back cuz to me he's not really a back. He, he he can play in that role, but you get you put the guy out wide and he's just as much a threat down the sideline as anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's got the speed. And so to me that that's why I think you Munkin knows that now. Munkin sees that about him. So now, with a full off season, knowing he's coming back, I feel I feel good about putting him in a better situation because with the with the running backs we've got, I mean, we we don't need to put him back there. I mean, yeah. if anything, we need to put him out at just put him out at receiver and just and just do that all the time. But he he he's a playmaker. I mean, he's a guy that can that can that to me can have that big play ability, and, and a Munkin offense is gonna going to thrive uh, or will allow him to thrive I think maybe not be like an all-time great or anything but I think he's a guy that can make have some put some serious damage on the on another another team well we can't I mean I there's no reason to limit ourselves on the amounts of amazing running backs that we can hold on the, on the team because we've already shown that a guy like Kenny Mack do we call him K-Mack or Kenny Mack I don't, I don't know it you know I kind of go back and forth but when he when he got Kenny Mack, a guy who I, I don't think anybody expected to be is playing at the level that he is right now, and now I consider him to be the best. I mean, he was the guy that we trusted to, to move the ball down the field at the end of the game in the Peach Bowl. I mean, he how many dump off passes did he turn from a you know two to five yard gain uh, into a, a ten plus yard game and get the first down and and save us time? I mean, he did that. So many times, and obviously JT made made those plays happen as well. But Kenny Mack is is playing at a level to where I trust him 
both in a receiving capacity and running the football, and he's super shifty. He just isn't as fast as the James Cook. He's probably not. He may not be as fast as as, uh, as Zeus is. But you know, how do you go from having a guy like that who's the only guy on this roster on this in this running back group that's not a five star running back uh, to uh, you know to be in what I consider to probably be the most dynamic back, and then you got Kendall after him who's gosh, dude, that guy's a true freshman. He looks like he's bigger than everybody in the entire offensive line. So, I don't know. It just it just doesn't hurt to, to – RBU can only be RBU if you have a, a, a group of, of – a damn good group of running backs. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think um, I, it's pretty crazy to see. And um, Kenny has, Kenny's been great. Kenny has run hard all season, and, and Kendall has been just a – an awesome surprise. I mean, I guess not a surprise, but it's been it's been good to see that he's living up to the hype. Yeah. And um ready for him to, to be at a season where he might be that one or two and can can be our be our uh be our main guy. So I am excited to, to, to watch him grow and, and, and thrive. And um I also jumped on the train and followed his dad on Twitter for about five minutes. And I was like, well, this was a terrible decision. I'm just going to see when people retweet. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a tweet machine. He, he, he's, he's pretty active, and I've seen a couple of good things he put. And I was like, oh, I'll just do this. And I was like, nope, this was awful. This was a terrible idea. <laughs> I'm just going to wait for other people to tweet. He was tweeting. He, he's one of those guys that tweets when he craps, and I'm just like, oh, I ain't got time for that. But, um, but you was, don't tweet when you crap? No, no, not, not, not as much as he does. <laughs> And so, um, but anyway, what a great was, thing to bring up in the pod. <laughs> just a just a funny guy, but um, but anyway, so, uh, but yeah, I, I I'm excited. I, I'm I, especially with him with with Cook coming back, but just the fact that we have these running backs, it's just a great core, and I'm I'm pumped about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. What what's well, what's your thoughts on getting uh, Devontae Wyatt back? I'm pretty pumped about Devontae. I, I think that obviously he's an important piece to our defensive line. I mean, I like Devontae more than I like a lot of guys on our, on our defense. And and that is to say, I think Devontae has earned his place, and he's also just a hard worker. Um, but the number one thing is, is he going to be out there with his partner in crime, number 99, Jordan Davis, who, as of the, tonight, 9.55 on a – what is it? Shoot, it's Wednesday, and it? I almost said Tuesday. Uh, on Wednesday – has not uh, released an, a decision. Uh, he, I don't know if you saw this. Do you follow him on Instagram? I saw. I think Debug put it on our group, and so I saw that. That that's not what I was for, referring to. But yes, there's a little bit of like. I think he's kind of playing with people. But he posted a picture. It looked like it was a FaceTime between him, Trey Scott, and his mom. So it sounds like they. Or it looks like they may have been having a discussion tonight and trying to figure out what his what his future is. Um, if we get Jordan Davis back, I am not wearing clothes all day. I'm just going to be just that excited. I'm just going <laughs> to go. Clothes are optional. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, number 99 is the piece to this defense that is most important at this point. And yeah, I'm really, really none of it. Really, none of it matters until we find out <laughs> if Jordan's coming back or not. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you, you might be right. I mean, a defensive backfield is like, well, just who who cares who you put that back there at this point? Let's figure out who we got on the defensive line, because I mean, it really is. 
he is the the key to how this whole defense works in the in this three four that we run. Well, because you saw so, you saw when we didn't have him. Yeah, that was those were our worst games. Yep. I mean, obviously we played against some pretty crazy competition, but it was well, still Mississippi State. Yeah, we we I mean we couldn't do do do. Yeah, well, we let them score twenty four points. So I, anyway. Yeah. I, I th- obviously that's the biggest the biggest uh, name that we're waiting on. Obviously, you still are, we're trying to figure out if Sawyer's going to go. I don't think Sawyer's going to go, but I, th- I do think Zeus is going to go. Yeah, Zeus is the one, and I think you may have mentioned this before, but uh, a guy who's just been beat up. The man has all his ligaments have been torn in his knees at some point or another, and both of them. <laughs> and the poor guy, I mean, has been through hell, and. Um, and so definitely expect him just you don't know how many carries you got left and so just need to go get on a team and and I don't know where he'll go what it'll look like but um I think he can be I I, th- I'm, I just want him to get on a team and just just get out there I'm pulling for him obviously he's uh he's a damn good dog I I, I love how he's fought I mean I I guess there's still a chance that he might come back but at this point like you said I mean you just you got to take your chance. If if your plan is to go to the NFL at some point, this is the year to do it. You don't wait another year because you're not going to get. I mean, you're with with running backs these days. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's the exceptions. I mean, you've got the Tiger Earlys, you got the Derrick Henrys, you got the Najee Harrises or whatever. Um, but with running backs these days, if you have a good year following a like decent year, like I think Zamir's had a good year. I mean, he's. He's got double digit touchdowns on the season. I, I can't I don't know if I have his uh full full numbers here. But you know, he's had a good year, but he has had not had an exceptional year. And even if he did, that's just such a marginal gain in in the NFL draft. I just don't it's just not worth it for him. And I'm sure he's being told that from professionals that are, you know, obviously more educated than I am in this kind of stuff. <laughs> Those educated folks. He had uh, he had eleven touchdowns on the year, so that's pretty good. Yeah, had a good season. Um, so I'm interested to see uh, all that stuff will be uh, happening soon, um, hopefully. But we'll we'll find out, and um, we'll we'll go from there. But um, but obviously you, you you can pretty much guarantee it that whenever we post our episode, some crazy news happens. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. so just expect it by the time you. Uh, open the podcast and start listening to it. Uh, go ahead and open Twitter and just be ready for something to happen because that's usually yeah. when when it happens. Nice. Um, well, uh, let's see uh, some other news since there has been a bunch of news. Um, Josh Brooks was officially hired as the as our new AD. Uh, thoughts there? Uh, I like it. It's a internal hire. Uh, he has been here. He's been here for a long time, and a lot of people mention this because this is what he's most known for, but he was instrumental in having uh, the concert. What was it? Luke Bryan and Jason Aldean, right? Did you go to that? Yeah, that was the worst decision I've ever made in my life. Oh, why is that? It just it just cost too much. Okay. <laughs> and I was just, I was standing behind, I was standing, our, our seats were by weird people, and it was just, it was just bad. Yeah, so well, at least. My experience it, did not reflect everyone else. Everyone else had a great time. I'm sure there was people <laughs> that had a really good time in that whole thing, but uh, I didn't go. I don't know why I didn't go. Uh, probably just had better things to do, but uh, yeah, I, he, he was the reason that that happened, and he made that happen or whatever. Uh, he's he's actually been quoted as saying since then 
that he wants to. I mean, and like since he's taken the athletic director uh, position uh, today, I mean, I think he's already said he's like, I, we plan to do more concerts and more more events, which I think is a really good thing for Sanford Stadium. And it's like, okay, well, why not bring in a little bit of extra revenue? Obviously, but it's also, you know, you have a little bit more national exposure. I mean, who knows? You might get a few new big donors just because of it. Uh, so it's just a. Uh, but I mean, I don't think his, obviously his his accomplishments don't end there, and I think he's. I think a lot of people consider him to be have been you know the perfect uh, guy for the position. So I, I don't know a whole lot about him. I just know a lot of people are pretty happy that he's the guy that ends up being the guy. Uh, he's. I think he got his undergrad at LSU, but then also got a master's at UGA. Um, I may be wrong there, but it you know as long as he's got some sort of degree, he's a dog. So I, I like the fact that if he is an internal hire, uh, that he is a UGA graduate. So yeah, based, based based on everything I saw, it would kind of have been surprising if he didn't get the job. It was kind yeah. of the way I've the way I've read it. So looking forward to that. Uh, excited to get to a new phase in the in the athletic department. So we'll uh, we'll see how it goes, but. Um, Hopefully, we just basically just keep the train keep the train rolling, um, and whatever else is just some, is extra good stuff. So, um, <laughs> I mean, by the way, uh, I, I know we're about to wrap up here, uh, but Chance, this episode marks the beginning because of the way I set it up. <laughs> it marks the beginning of season four of Calling the Dogs. Oh, so this well. will be yeah, this will be first episode of season four because. I decided to do it on on the calendar year instead of the uh, athletic year or whatever. So yeah, yeah, man. First wow. uh, first episode of the twenty twenty one season, aka season four. Well, uh, for everyone that's been uh, been with us this entire time, we're uh, we're we're thankful and just God so very <laughs> God bless you for dealing with this crap as we've uh, we've we've stumbled our way through this. I hope you feel uh, that. We love this game, but we we love doing this. This has been this is this is fun. This has been a uh, this has been a, it's a fun thing. I look forward to every week, and um, even when the dogs piss me off. Honestly, this is my coping mechanism. This is the way yeah. I kind of get through us being terrible sometimes. And uh, but well, now I'm thankful that you can at least drink some bourbon with me while you uh, while you record it. Yeah, because yeah, you're, been, cause you're not through at, a, at your I've, place of work anymore. Yes, yeah, I've been through a lot of life changes while we're going through this podcast <laughs> and a lot of yeah. moving and stuff. But now I'm at now I'm at my own home and it's great. Been got engaged. It's just so many life events, you know. And yeah, it's just it's just it's just good old fashioned fun. <laughs> it sure is, man. We have a good time doing it, and we're just two idiots that just like to talk Georgia football. And uh, but yeah, no, I. Uh, I think this is just obviously the, the highlight of every week after after watching the game and all that. So I've I've had a lot of fun with it as well. I just think it's uh think it's funny. I I don't even know how we got to season four. I don't know how we did this, but we did it. And uh, our uh, <laughs> our spouses slash fiancés uh, probably are tired of us doing this. But you know what? We ain't stopping. Nothing's not holding done. us back. <laughs> We're not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> well man i have uh have enjoyed the the 2021 season or 2020 season looking forward to the 2021 season um there might be some uh some breaking news and stuff um that's coming through but um calling the dogs will be there we'll be there no matter what happens probably 10 days late but we'll be there <laughs> but we'll be there or we'll be four minutes too early <laughs> <laughs> oh also uh i i guess 
maybe we'll try to do a national signing day thing, but I don't know because there's pretty much only one guy that we're waiting on. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know, but we'll, it, for those of you who are just getting into calling the dogs, we usually only do like maybe five off off season episodes, five or six. So uh, if we get bored, we'll make one, but if not, then we'll see you next time. We'll see you at a later time. <laughs> we'll see you at some point that's not today. So. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, sounds good. Go dogs. Hey, dogs on top. Oh.